This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Elizabeth Preston, episode 195, Living the Dream. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for barrier-breaking women who are ready to shed their good girl layers so they can own their power and live deeply fulfilling lives instead. I'm your host, Lindsay Elizabeth. I'm a leadership coach to women all over the world. And I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me and my guests as we challenge you to shed society's bullshit systems and beliefs to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you were meant to be. As you listen, trust your intuition to take what you love and leave the rest. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. And while that informs my experience and perspectives, I wholeheartedly believe living a deeply fulfilling life is possible to every woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I'm open to doing better and hearing your feedback. My goal is for you to leave this show feeling empowered, inspired, and ready to share this show with every woman you know so they too can create a life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hi there, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of the show. As I always say, so grateful to have you here today. You know, we have some episodes of the show that I go in and I say, ooh, this is going to be a hard one, or another episode where I say, ooh, we're going to talk about a lot, so make sure you're uninterrupted. But today's episode has a different feel. It's really fun because we're talking about living your dream life. Now, it's going to have a lot of great information in it. I'm going to walk you step by step on what I've found to be the steps to live the dream. And we're just gonna talk about what it's like to live this quote unquote, living the dream life. You know, you may not know, but I have a mastermind called Living the Dream. So clients of mine go through the Awakened Woman process for about six to nine months. And then once they complete that, I start to curate my Living the Dream mastermind based off those that complete Awakened Woman. And so every year around August, I'm curating this group of women who I feel like need to come together and spend the next year taking what they did in Awakened Woman and expanding that. And so we meet almost every single week, they get coached and they are taking the work, again, they did an Awakened Woman to really awaken themselves, understand themselves, clear out the things that are stopping them and then go out there and make it happen. That's why we call it, again, living the dream. And so I've had that mastermind now for three years. And the first two years were just a lot of me studying, okay, what is this living the dream thing about? You know, what is this process to really make sure you're living that dream life? And I feel like in the past few months, I have mastered that process. And so today you're going to hear about this process that I've mastered. How fun is that? I've spent, again, all this time over these years doing that, and you get to reap the rewards of it. It's such a joy to be able to share this with you. So 
I think it's a great episode too to have this one after I just said let your good girl go because in that episode if you missed it I talked about okay here's all the things society programs us to be like and do in order to have this quote-unquote good successful life and be this good successful person and I talked about in the episode you know some of these things aren't necessarily bad or wrong it's just we have to be able to understand what is right for us what's authentic to us and so this episode is really teaching you hey let's find what's authentic to you what is the life you want to create not what society tells you as successful and then here's how to go do that all right So you may be asking, well, Lindsay, what does living the dream really mean? I think everybody has their own definition, and we'll talk about here in a bit how to find yours. But my definition of living the dream is feeling it, specifically feeling or living a life that's deeply fulfilling to you. It's doing what you want, when you want it, in a way that feels your most authentic you. Basically... You are the person you want to be living the life that you want. You've reached your highest potential, as I always say, right? Like you're doing your best life. It's that elusive dream life that becomes a reality. And so today, as I said, we're going to cover how to get those steps to make that dream life a reality, okay? So what's been crazy as I've been figuring out this process and really taking in, okay, what does living the dream mean? It's popping up everywhere, right? (laughs) This is what our brains do. We start to think about something and then we see it everywhere. Like for right now, my four-year-old is really into Nightmare Before Christmas. Don't ask me why. It's an obsession. And so now I see it everywhere. (laughs) It's like bumper stickers and people wearing it. It's like, oh, yes. Okay. And we call confirmation bias in the psychology world. So with living the dream, you know, as I said, I'm seeing it everywhere. And it's so cool because there have even been times when, you know, we do this customary, how are you to people, even like strangers sometimes. And there have been times that people have said back to me, oh, just living the dream. Like I was in Hawaii, we were entering this beach. My brother-in-law is in the military. And so we got to go to these military beaches. And as they're letting us in, I don't know what branch of the military is in. I want to say blue. What is blue? Anyways, you will know. You're probably screaming at your device. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. Air Force? Is that blue? Um, But anyways, the guy responds with, you know, just living the dream. I was like, oh, that's cool, right? And of course, I see it on signs everywhere. I see people talking about it. And I'm like, okay, like I'm getting an idea here of, you know, what people are starting to think about this whole living the dream thing. So Again, it's been a journey to find this process, and I just can't wait to share it with you. So let's get started. A couple things that I want to say, though, before I go into my step-by-steps are a couple disclaimers. First off, a dream life does not mean shitty things don't happen. Of course, defining something as shitty is always a thought, and one person's shit doesn't mean it's another's, but you are likely going to always have some hard things happen in your life. My belief is that's why we all chose to be human. Our souls being human means we're going to feel hard things. Our soul wanted to experience those things, and earth, as from what I hear, is the place to experience them. Okay, 
So just accept you're not going to necessarily get an easy button out of life, but things tend to get overall easier as you live more in alignment in this quote unquote living the dream life. Okay. So while as you know, again, hard stuff's just not going to go away, your overall ease in life gets higher. Hope that makes sense. All right. Another disclaimer, because I've seen this happen in my living the dream mastermind is some women create success faster than others, i.e. get closer to this living the dream life, right? And it can bring up for those that it's taking more time, feelings of sadness, anger, frustration, shame even. And that's just part of the journey. Okay. So know this, the steps that I teach today, some will just go through faster than others. It could be due to privilege. It could be the result of former work that they've done. And frankly, maybe that's just the way it was meant to be. Like that's just how the journey's meant to unfold for them. It does not mean anything is wrong with you. If it takes you longer, trust the journey, okay? And in that journey, just keep showing up, all right? As a girl who grew up neurodivergent and didn't know it until just about a year ago, I felt this way all the time. It was like, why are my peers not having to study as much? Why is it that they can party more than I can? Again, all of this coming from so much privilege, I know. But it was just like mind-blowing to me why they were a lot more successful. They didn't have as many like mental health things come up for them. And I was just like, there's got to be something wrong with me, right? I even have told the story when I went to my first therapist in 2012. So I was like 28 years old, 27 maybe. I went to her and I was like, okay, we're going to figure out what's wrong with me. Because I was convinced there was something wrong with me. But even if on paper you get diagnosed with something, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you, right? I am a big believer that your brain and your behaviors, your thoughts, etc., have just molded to what you've been exposed to, okay? I believe that everyone comes into this life and they can in essence, like heal whatever needs to heal and get whatever they want, even if they don't have any privilege. It may take them a lot longer for sure, but I truly believe that even who I would consider probably one of the least privileged people, Glenn Doyle always says, it's like Jesus, if Jesus comes back, it's going to be as a black woman who's disabled, who's transgender and like neurodivergent and a Muslim and like all of these things, right? Because that tends to be like the least privileged people. Okay. So just take all of that in as we're going through these steps. All right. Okay. So these steps you do not have to do necessarily in this order. However, this is my process, and this tends to be the steps I take clients through, and it works really well. I've been coaching now for almost nine years. As I said, I've had this Living the Dream Mastermind for three years. I've been studying this hardcore. I feel like I got this thing down, okay? Step one, you have to define what a living the dream life is for you. Get super specific. You may not know everything that you want right now, but that is your work to figure it out. That's where hiring somebody like me can help. That's where you doing 
self-reflection can help, but that's your job. I can't tell you what's right for you. I can guide you. I can look at things like personality assessments, like what I do with my clients, and help say, okay, here are the things that you're probably gonna do really well at, and these are the things that you need in your life to likely feel fulfilled, but they have to have enough self-awareness to be like, yeah, that's right, or uh, not so right, okay? I always tell my clients, you are the hero, I am the guide. You know what's best for you, I'm here to help you find that, okay? So if you are somebody who is not self-aware, then that's something you need to work on, okay? I love the clients of mine that have had therapy before they come to me because therapy is a great option to go and build self-awareness, just basic old talk therapy. You go, you talk about your problems or anything that's going on in life, and then you're able to just, you know, be held space and a therapist may regurgitate things to you and give you some new insights on things and you're building that self-awareness. That's how my self-discovery journey started. It was a year in weekly therapy. Even though my therapist guided me in wrong directions at times, like saying, oh, he's not cheating on you. That's just anxiety and depression. Oh no, that actually was true, right? But I had that year of building the self-awareness before I entered coaching. Now that's not necessarily always true. I have some clients, especially 20 something clients who just come like kicking is what I say. Like they're already pretty self-aware. And I think with younger generations, it's getting collectively easier. We're parenting our kids differently now, thank God, and they're more self-aware. Like my daughter at age 12, I would say is definitely more self-aware than many adults that are in our extended family. No doubt, no doubt, right? Because we're teaching them the tools for them, especially if they have parents who have done work like I've done, right? Okay, so you have to find that out. I can help, you can do it on your own, you can hire somebody else, but that's your work, right? And just know, once you start to figure it out, it's gonna evolve and change. I see this with clients all the time. They'll go, they'll get something that they want, they ride that wave for a while, and then they're like, ugh, actually I need to shift. Now I want this, now I want that. And that's okay, we're meant to evolve and change. So you have to, again, become self-aware enough to know when something needs to shift. There was a podcast I did, gosh, a long, long time ago, and I don't remember the title of it, but in that podcast, I was talking about how if we don't listen to the messages that our body is giving us, then they become lessons. And if we don't pay attention to the lessons, then we create problems. An example of this is like when I was in my former marriage, I kept feeling my body, he's cheating on me, he's cheating on me, he's cheating on me, right? He's not being honest here. There's something deeper going on, even though I didn't have proof. And so then it became a lesson in time as I was starting to find proof and I really wasn't even listening to that because again, I had this therapist who was like, no, no, no. And then it became a huge problem because then he had a double life with another woman, the divorce, et cetera, right? So now, Lindsay, who's self-aware, who's done this work, knows the messages most of the time. So even it doesn't have to be these big dramatic things like what happened to me, right? It's like, ooh, should I take this opportunity or not? Ooh, let me listen in my body. Let me maybe get coached on that. That's why I see my clients who stick with me 
for longer term continue to have more and more success because when they are questioning something, they're like, hey, help, help me work this out. Then we're able to make a decision so that they can move forward authentically, okay? So important. All right, so the other thing I wanna say here too is not only to become self-aware to listen to your body, but you've gotta take time to reflect often. So if you're not gonna have something like an ongoing coach, which is fine because I will teach clients all the tools to coach themselves, then I encourage that they reflect often, okay? In a perfect world, you would reflect daily on the day before if you're in a big season of growth especially, but definitely, you know, every three months, look back on that quarter and say, okay, what's working well? What didn't work well? What can I do differently, all right? I even say like do it monthly. If you don't wanna do it daily, you can do it weekly. Like you get to decide here, right? But I wouldn't go past three months. Now society teaches, oh, let's just reflect every year, you know, around January slash end of December. It's like, whew, man, y'all are only doing this like once a year? Damn, I would be (laughs) like, that's probably why so many people are living a life that's not fulfilling and they're getting themselves again into these bigger problems and having more lessons. Remember how I said earlier is like living the dream life, you have an easier life overall. Well, because we're self-aware and we're reflecting, right? We know what's right for us. We know what's not right for us. And just know trial and error will happen here. That's part of the journey. You're gonna go do something and be like, ooh, I thought I wanted that, and that is not it. And if you have a coach like me, then you're able to help, again, like process it and really make sure that you are looking at things from a way that's to your authentic self. What I love about my coaching process and my coaching style is since I've taken these clients through my Awakened Woman journey and I understand who they are authentically and how they work best and they've confirmed those things for me, then when we're ongoing coaching, then I get to keep guiding them back to that. Okay, so when I'm seeing them going off track, I'll guide them back. Remember how I said I'm the guide, they're the hero? I'm guiding, guiding, guiding. Okay, so there's a lot of me like keeping them on that track, especially as they're learning how to keep trusting themselves. Okay, so that's step one. Figure out what it is you want. Get super duper specific. Some exercises you can start to do here are things like what would your ideal day look like? If it's the end of your life, what kind of legacy have you left? Something else you can just start to do is like if I'm living my quote unquote living the dream life, What am I doing for work? What am I doing in my personal life? What am I doing for fun? What does my health look like? Like go through the big areas of life. This is the kind of work I do on a consult with somebody as we go through all these areas because I'm trying to understand, okay, where do you want to go? Are you somebody that I can take there? Okay. All right. But you can do that for yourself too. Okay. So that's step one. Step two, this is the big one. Okay. You got to clear out the blocks stopping you from living that life. I see so many people who do go out and they create the vision boards or they sit around and they're like, yeah, these are all the things I want in my life. And then they start to get handed some of the hard things in life because that's what our brain does. Whenever we say, hey, brain, this is what I want, the brain's like, okay, got it. Well, here's all the shit we need to clean out. And when people don't know this, then they start to make that bad and wrong. And they start to think, oh, damn, 
Like, I wanted this thing and I can't even handle my daily life. It's like, uh, no, you're being given a gift. You just don't even know it yet. You don't have the tools to get over these blocks. Okay. So clearing the blocks is not necessarily fun, sexy, or comfortable work. But this is what allows you to up-level. You really can't skip this step. Some people can because, again, who knows why? Might be privilege, might be past work, might be just because they're effing lucky. I don't know. But most people have to really go in and clear out blocks, okay? And this is an ongoing process. Whenever you're setting up something new in your life that you're wanting or you just haven't reached something, you got to keep looking at what's in the way of me getting this. As I say, new level, new devil, right? This is ongoing work. Every time you're expanding, which you're going to be in your life, and that doesn't necessarily mean expanding up. It could be expanding out. When I think expanding out, I'm thinking integrating, right? So say something really great happens to you, boom. Like I was just listening to a podcast with Adam Grant and Reese Witherspoon. Love his podcast, by the way. I think it's called Reimagining, maybe? Look it up. It's amazing. But she was talking about you know, when she won the Oscar for when she did Walk the Line, right? And it made me think about like what an up level that is for an actor or actress to win an Oscar. Because then after that, they're like Oscar winning Reese Witherspoon. And so then she had to kind of integrate probably into that way of being of like, here I am, the Oscar winner. She also talked about when she started her business, Hello Sunshine, She wasn't a businesswoman at that time. She had just been an actress. So she had to learn all of these things to make her a businesswoman. And so she had to expand into that in order to integrate, okay, now I own this business and what does that mean, right? Before her business could really expand up, all right? So clearing blocks includes lots of awareness, Okay, as I was saying earlier, self-awareness is so big, right? Not just for what you want, but awareness of what's what's coming up for you. And some of that work is going to come to your conscious mind. And some of that you do need to dig deeper and look at unconscious stuff. And this is work I do with clients in a way where we're looking at some of their past memories and we're digging deeper past those memories and looking at, okay, what were you really thinking there? And as we dig deeper, deeper, deeper into that, we start to pull these unconscious beliefs that they have that they're not actively knowing that they're recreating, okay? And they're like, oh my gosh, this is why my relationships are like this, or this is why I feel this way. I'm like, yeah, these are your unconscious beliefs, okay? So you've got to pull those things. And then you've got to regulate your nervous system in the process, okay? Some people need more work at this than others. Regulating your nervous system, I did a whole podcast on it. If you need to know what that means, we'll link it in the show notes. It was pretty recent, so it's just a few back. You also need to learn how to set boundaries, possibly, fulfilling and communicating your needs, stopping distractions. So distractions are things you're doing, but you don't want to do them, and you're doing them anyway. So like overly working, caretaking, and in you know, overway. <laughs> Some of my words today. <laughs> oh, you just got to get a good laugh. Yeah, over caretaking, being on technology too much, gossiping, et cetera, et cetera, right? And then also a big piece of this is healing trauma. So even if you haven't had big things that have happened to you, you likely have little T traumas in there and your brain has programmed in, oh my gosh, I don't want to go do these things again because last time it was so painful. So this is why things like expansion can feel even scarier to a brain who has unhealed trauma because the brain is like, 
really thinking I'm doing you a favor here by keeping you safe and this is why I'm creating things like anxiety for you or having you have thoughts where you're not confident or, or whatever, okay? So this process, as I said, it's not sexy and fun, but damn, when you start to clear out things and shift things, you see so much change. This is the work I do in my Awakened Woman process in the first 90 days. We are heavily looking at all the blocks, stopping them. Now, as I said, it's ongoing work, right? So once you learn all of those tools that you learn in Awakened Woman, then we just keep implementing and implementing and implementing. And that's what we're doing in my Living the Dream Mastermind. We keep implementing. Even I would say in part two of the Awakened Woman process, you're still implementing that stuff. So when I'm coaching clients and yet we're moving on and doing other things, things will come up for them and I'll say, hey, you need to go release that. Or hey, let's dig deeper in that. What are the thoughts here? Hey, you know, we need to incorporate more nervous system regulation. That is ongoing work, okay? But again, once you learn those tools, you can clear out things pretty quickly most times, all right? I will also say here, and this is something that's really expanded, or how do I wanna say this? This is something that's really come into my consciousness, I would say the past year or so, is you know, I can't be everything to everyone. And I've gotten really honed in on who I work well with, right? But I've also honed in as like, I'm just one piece of someone's healing team. And so yes, I can do all the mindset stuff and I can do trauma work and all of that stuff. And you know, that's beautiful and amazing. But I found my most successful clients also have some sort of what I call like a body healer. So a chiropractor, a masseuse, an energy healer, acupuncturist, maybe even doing like chirotherapy or something they're doing in their body to help clear things out because trauma also lives in our bodies. And so you've got to get that shit out of your body, okay? So like I had a client who I've been working with for a while. We actually worked together years ago and she was starting to make progress on some things and then she just started to stay like in this loop and even though she saw the thoughts, she knew the process to clear the thoughts, it was like she needed something else. And then she was just intuitively guided, I believe, to this woman who, um, for lack of a better term, I think she's just like an energy healer, but she uses massage to get trauma out of the body. And so she went and had this massage with this woman and she came out and she's like, oh my gosh, like I got everything out that I needed to get. And so we were able to then be like, beautiful, yay, now we can go and like move on. You're ready for your next level, okay? So just keep that in mind. You sometimes need just mindset work, sometimes you need body work, sometimes you need both, but it's it's all encompassing, okay? All right, so that's step two, clearing out the blocks. Step number three can be before or with step two. I tend to do it with step two with my clients and that's learning how to train your brain for happiness. Our brains, as you may know, are not there for you to be happy and to feel good. Your brain's job is to keep you safe. And yet here we are saying, why am I so unhappy? Well, because you haven't trained your brain otherwise, right? Most people live in lower level emotions because again, that's where your brain wants to keep you to keep you safe wants to keep you feeling scared, wants to keep you feeling sad or anger or whatever, okay? That's just what brains do. So we have to go in, heal stuff, and also, 
As I said, at the same time, teaching our brain, hey, let's look at the positives. Remember how I said confirmation bias earlier in this episode with me seeing living the dream everywhere night before nightmare before Christmas? It's the same with positive things. You're teaching your brain, look for that positive, look for that positive. So the way I do this with clients are teaching them tools like wins, expressing gratitude every day and really feeling that gratitude. So whatever they say they're grateful for, then breathing into that and feeling it and sending that gratitude to every cell in their body as they breathe for 17 seconds. That's what science has shown as the sweet spot for allowing yourself to really feel through something. Okay, and it's also teaching your brain when you're feeling that gratitude of, ooh, I wanna feel more of this. Because, fun fact, gratitude is the highest emotional frequency of any feeling, okay? So when you are feeling that for at least 17 seconds, that is really taking your emotional baseline, which again, I said most humans are in those lower level emotions and increasing it and increasing it. And then again, at the same time, if you're healing things, getting the blocks out, you're increasing that baseline more and more because you're clearing out the shit that your brain was so scared of, right? And so where you wanna be is your emotional baseline most of the time is at neutrality. I did a whole episode one time on numb versus neutral. So we'll link that in the show notes, but I go deep dive into how neutrality feels and really how it's a lot better than it may sound. When you think neutral, you think probably like indifferent. No, neutral is really present. You're in the moment. You're not really attached to anything. You're just there and you're curious and you're enjoying life when you're in that space, okay? So the closer you can get to that, the better life feels. All right, and remember how I said, living the dream is not just what you have externally because so many people have that and they feel like shit. Living the dream to me and likely to you too is feeling really good. So you have to go in and you have to train your brain to feel really good, okay? All right, that's step three. Step four, you've gotta know who your authentic self is, okay? You don't have to call it an authentic self. You can call it whatever the F you want. I even have my clients, they have the option to name their authentic self. In time, I have named mine Elizabeth. There was a time, you know, in some of these podcasts, you may have heard some people call me Elizabeth. You've seen maybe in my brand how I'm incorporating Elizabeth more. Elizabeth's actually my middle name. And Elizabeth to me is just like my highest self. And there's really even times I'll journal from Elizabeth and it's cool, all the things you can do with it. So going back to like learning who this person is, right? You know, some people may even call your highest self, which can bring in like a spiritual element, which to me is so cool. But it's really learning like how you work best, who you are before you got all this programming and just knowing who she is, right? Before all the shit happened. And even if you're a spiritual person, as I said, like tapping in to spirit more. Which when you're able to do that, tapping the spirit or not, just building that authentic self, you feel better. And that's where you get to that headspace again of that neutrality and that presence and joy and gratitude and love and connection and all the yummy things we want more and more of. Okay? So this is what I do with clients in the second part of Awaken Woman. And we spend about three months doing that. We put together this thing called the puzzle of you. And that really helps them build their authentic self. We also do an authentic self interview. I have them start journaling more from their authentic self. 
And so they're starting to learn her more and more and more. Now, when we've cleared up the blocks too, we've also learned about the voice of the ego that I call the inner mean girl. And so they're able to see the difference between, ooh, this is this part of me, which is my authentic self, and this is the part of me that is my ego or inner mean girl. And that's really like your conditioning, your programming, the negative beliefs, etc. Okay? So that's what you have to do in step four. Learn who you are at a really deep level. I've done many, many podcasts about authentic self. I even did one two weeks ago about my favorite personality assessments. That can be a great way to start figuring out who she is more and more. Many options out there, okay? Step five, last step. Learn how to make authentic choices and take massive action, okay? So this is, again, what I do in my Awakened Woman process after we find their authentic self the last, I think, like month or so. We're really getting them into action because now they know who they are. We've cleared out the shit, and it's like, boom. Here's how to take action in a way that's going to feel good. It's not going to be frantic. It's not going to be hustly. It's going to be a way in which you can achieve goals in a smarter, more strategic way while having a really fulfilling personal life. Because I don't know about you, but there have been many times in my life where I have set goals, especially work goals, and then that just becomes my life. (laughs) And I've had to learn how to really balance that. Okay? So... That's what you got to learn, right, is how to make decisions in a way that are authentic to you. The Colby assessment can help you do this. I talk about that in that five personality podcast. And so, yeah, that can really help. And then you're learning, again, what massive action is. I did a podcast episode a couple years ago about massive versus frantic action. You can go learn more about that. Okay, but this is really what I'm doing, again, the last month on Awakened Woman, and then this is what I'm doing with clients when they're working with me in my Living the Dream Mastermind, is just continuously getting them into a place where they're making decisions that are right for them and taking massive action. And of course, doing all the other steps as they come up because they're going to ebb and flow, right? They're going to stretch, and then we're going to have to clear out more stuff, and then we're going to integrate for a little bit. And so we're going to clear out whatever we need to clear out as we're integrating. And then they're going to stretch again and then integrate and stretch and integrate. So that's why my Living the Dream Mastermind 2 is a whole year. I found that most masterminds are six months and that is too short. And neuroscience backs me up on this. A lot of neuroscience research says it takes our brain a minimum of six months to really integrate something. And so if you're in a mastermind for six months, you're just integrating the shit at the end of that mastermind that you started in month one, right? So I like to have a year and the first six months, we're really clearing stuff out and, you know, doing all the work to like get this shit out of their system. And then usually what happens is by springtime, so after six months in, because we start in the fall, so the six month mark is in early March, I believe, for them. And so then the next six months is just an, us integrating. And we integrate and we integrate and we soak all of that in and we're just making sure that they're staying in that pathway that's authentic to them and they're you know, making or taking massive action. And I will say you may be like, well, Lindsay, are these women like always working if they're taking massive action? Massive action, again, means you're being smarter and more strategic. Okay, even if you're not a strategic person, you then, when you're working smarter and more strategic, have more time off. This is why so many of my clients make more money working less. 
okay? I don't really like working certain parts of the year. Like I'm about to go take two weeks off for Christmas. I don't wanna work those two weeks. So, and, and the reason why I've built my life around this, right? Okay, so just take all of that in. Those are your five steps. This is what it's like to live the dream baby. Of course, there's gonna be ebbs and flows, but I will tell you, if you follow this process, again, this is for who I consider like driven women, because part of this isn't like find the drive, right? Some of that may be like, you know, somebody else's step one is like they need to go and like find the drive for life and, you know, do some other things. But if you're in a place where you're like, yeah, I'm ready to make this happen. Step one is like, great. What is it that you want? Not what society tells you. What is it you want? Get clear on that. Once you get clear, let's clear out the blocks. Let's train your brain for happiness. Let's figure out who your authentic self is. Because when you're training that brain for happiness too, they've been doing that for about three months. They're at a higher energy vibration too. And so then the next three months we can like really clean it out. Okay. And this too, it goes back to, you know, what I was just saying about neuroscience and it takes six months to really soak in change. That's why Awakened Woman is six months and then I have Living the Dream. Because after those six months, I'm like, okay, do you want ongoing support with this? Great. Come and Living the Dream. If not, great. You got the tools. Go do it on your own. Beautiful. But just know it's going to take you a while to like keep integrating this. Okay. You know, it's so funny because some of my clients who enter Living the Dream, you know, life starts to slow down for them. They're not making as many changes because we've cleared so much out and Awakened Woman and they almost think something's gone wrong. They're like, but I just had so many changes in Awakened Woman and especially the first three months because we were clearing all that stuff out. I'm like, you can't operate at that level all the time. <laughs> like that would be exhausting and overwhelming. And the reason why we cleaned all that stuff out was for you to be able to have an easier, more peaceful life right now. And so that can take some work too to just be able to like relax and fill the time. You know, as I mentioned earlier, I love Adam Grant's podcast and I was listening to another episode of his where he had a panel of experts on talking about reimagining the work week. And they were talking about, I think it's in France, they've gone down to a four-day work week and one of the women who I guess is like the owner of a business maybe a manager, didn't quite get the vibe, but she was talking about, she thought her employees would be like so excited and they they just can't wait. And they were, but after the first few weeks when she was asking them, you know, how are you feeling about this? And what are you doing with their time? They're like, we feel a little lost. Like we don't really know what to spend this extra day doing. And so they've had to really readjust to having more time that wasn't focused on work. And I find the same true with my clients. They've got to learn how to integrate that. Again, it goes back to our brain's not trained for happiness, right? And our brain likes to stay safe. And so if we're in this period where we work, 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 which most of us are, especially as driven women, right? And then when we slow down, our brain is like, ah, what's going on? And we have to just ease into that, expand into that. Okay. All right, my friend. So that is how you live the dream. All right. I know I threw in a lot of work with me kind of stuff in this episode, but it's true. I do this for a living. This is like my bread and butter. This is like my zone of genius. I love doing this all effing day long and I've figured out the system and it effing works. 
something like 92% of my clients got all and more from working with me. 92% over almost nine years. Crazy because the system works. All right. So if you want to be somebody who goes out and lives a dream and you want my help, the first step right now is to have a free consult with me. So go to Lindsay E. Preston, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y E. Preston, P-R-E-S-T-O-N.com forward slash free call. And you can book a time on there and you and I will spend an hour together figuring out where you're at now where you want to be, and I will sit there and see if I'm the person that can fill that gap, okay? Now, that's going to start to go away here. This podcast is coming out, I believe, at the end of December 2022, maybe early January, and so that's going to quickly evolve to, you know, you just kind of going and doing Awaken Woman on your own, and my one-on-one spots are going to close up. I'm going to always have group available and ebbs and flows, um, so you can always just go to my website too, lindsayepreston.com and see, you know, what the process is like because this podcast episode is going to live on for a long, long time. But getting an awakened woman is the way to go. It doesn't matter what level of support you get, self-study, group, or one-on-one, it's going to transform your life and get you to this place where you can live the dream. All right. Ah, love this episode love spending this time with you and i will see you again soon bye thanks for tuning into the become an unstoppable woman podcast if you haven't left a review for the show yet what are you waiting for your reviews give us the feedback and momentum we need to continue to produce this incredible free content for you plus when you leave a review for the show you get a copy of my book for free Simply take a picture of your review and submit it to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash one zero zero. And you'll receive a digital copy of my wisdom from the first hundred episodes book. This book is a study guide for life. Enjoy. And of course, share this show with your friends. I believe every woman can create a deeply fulfilling life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. The more you help others succeed, the more you help yourself. So share, share, share this show. And I'll see you soon and your friends back on the show next week for another eye-opening episode. Until then, keep rocking it.